Thank you for tuning in to Repairs of the Breach Ministries podcast. We pray this podcast blesses you as Pastor Calvin King delivers a message from God. All right, uh, we are embarking upon a new series today, uh, a series that I have uh, told you about before. And matter of fact, you all know I don't write books, right? But I wrote a little something. Uh, quit laughing. Uh, I wrote a book about this. I hadn't published it. No, I hadn't published it. All right. it, it, it it's out of my mind on paper, so all I have to do is go to the next level. Amen? So uh, today I want to share with you, and hopefully you'll understand it, because when God was giving it to me, I had so many questions to God. God, why was this happening? God, what's going on? Every time this time of the year this thing happens or this going on, there were times when, in my life when it seemed like I knew what to expect at this time of the year, because it was always happening. God was just simply starting to teach me about seasons. And that's what I want to be able to bring to your attention today, that your life goes through seasons, okay? And the more you begin to understand it, the more powerful you're going to become, and the more you're going to understand that God knows you and knows how to get your attention. And the fact, too, that you're going to put yourself in a position that when that season roll, again, roll around again, you're going to know exactly what to do and how to conduct yourself. Amen? Meaning, if uh, you know that the summertime is coming up and upon us, you're planning for it. You're planning vacations. You're planning on the kids to get out of school, all these things, because you know what season is coming upon you. Well, it's the same thing in life. Once you begin to understand seasons, you know how to prep yourself and plan, and, uh, plan for it. So I hope I can get into a lot of it today. If not, uh, you'll be back next Sunday to get the rest of it and the Sunday after that and keep going until you get it all. Amen. But first, let me give you a definition of what Webster declares seasons as being. Webster declares seasons as a set or suitable time, a time distinguished from others. So one season is not going to look like the other season. Catch this. Okay. Seasons will change, and don't expect for this season to look like the other season in your life. They are different. They're distinguished. All seasons are not the same. There are different seasons and different types of seasons that we'll go through. Not all seasons are weather-related, okay? So just because that you may be in your winter, don't expect for everybody to be in their winter. Just because it's winter outside, it does not mean that you're going to be going through a winter in your life. Because it's cold outside, you could be going through a spring in your life. Okay? So not all winters are related. So every time the winter comes, oh, God, it's this season. No. No, no, no. They are not related. Okay? And you know where I'm going. I'm going to talk about spiritual season as well. So what we do, we look at four seasons. The natural, and I'm, these are some that I have put together and with the help of my lovely wife. She was helping me in order to correct some things and to bring a little bit more clarity to things. So these are four seasons I'm going to pull out. There are some other seasons that goes on in life, but these are the four that we're going to deal with during this series. So natural. No, go back. Sorry. That was me. That's my bad. Go back. I'm trying to be patient. Natural. There are seasons of natural things that are going on. Temptation. How many of you know there's a season of temptation that you go through? Mm-hmm. Yep. Physical and spiritual. These are the four that I'm going to talk about today. Okay, and we need to know how to conduct ourselves in each season. It'll determine our outcome, how long we remain in that season. Some of you all are stuck in a season. Mm -hmm. It's time for you to move forward, but you're not doing what is necessary. You're being willing, you want to get out of it, but you're not being obedient. And therefore, you cannot prosper through it. Seasons will change, but you're going to have to do your part to make them change. Okay, like I said, you can get stuck in a season. That's when your body and your mind refuse to accept change. I see sometimes people who are stuck in a season. There are some people who never grow up. They were acting a fool when you met them. Ten years later, they're the same fool. They won't grow up. They won't come out of it. They can't shake themselves. And there are people like that all day long. There was one, uh, when I was growing up, uh, there was this guy who, who in the summertime would light a fire and put a, a coat on. His body didn't want to accept the change. Even though it's summertime, he's still lighting a fire. 
In Mississippi, you had these fireplaces. You put a log on it. And that's how you kept the house warm in the wintertime. Well, in the summer, he was doing the same thing. His mind and his body didn't want to accept the change. Everybody in the house knew it was wrong, knew it was out of order, but his mind and his body didn't want to accept change. He was still cold, and he would light a fire and build a fire in the summertime. Burn everybody up in the house. They hot, they sweating. But he was cold. His mind and his body was working together to not accept change. Sometimes people will not allow themselves to accept change. There are some things that can go on in your life, and the season wants to change, but you won't work with that season, and therefore you get stuck. Mm -hmm. All right. Next. You will go through seasons in this life. Some seasons are natural. As watch the word says, as long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, according to Genesis 8.28. As long as the earth is here, you're going to go through natural changes. You're going to go through natural seasons. You're going to see them happening. As long as you live on this earth, God said it, there's going to be change in nature. You're going to see it change. There are seasons of temptation. Watch this. Luke 4.13. And when the devil had ended his temptation, he departed from him for a season, meaning that he's going to come back again. And this was Jesus. He went through seasons. So you're going to go through seasons. There are some things in life that you're going to go through, and it's going to seem like it's always happening. There's some of you all that you know summertime is a time when you act a fool. My mama, my grandmama used to say that it was sap season. That's an old Mississippi term, sap season. Okay. That, that's when, never mind, never mind. <laughs> you know, sap season. Some of y'all from Mississippi folks, y'all know <laughs> what sap season is. You know, you, people start getting wild around that time when they start getting loose, you know, and all that stuff. But it was a season of time when that would happen. If you look at your life, you're going to see your life go through seasons. And if you don't prepare yourself and, pre and prep yourself, that season can endure for a long, long time. You can be tempted, tempted, tempted. There are sometimes, thank God for his grace. It could be, and I, I, I don't want to, yeah, I don't mind. You could be married. And for the first 10 months out of the year, you could be good. You could love your wife. But when that 11 month rolled around, you start to feel you're not in love anymore. Stupid things start to happen. You don't care like you used to care. That's a season of temptation coming your way. And you got to learn how to handle that. Because if you don't handle it, it'll come around again next year. When you pass your season, it elevates you to another level. And your winners don't always have to be as bad as they always been. I thank God I don't have hard winners no more. And I know that's over your head, and I'll talk about it a little bit later, but I do not have winners like I used to have winners. I don't have to hide my car no more. <laughs> you, you drive to work, but you hide it around the building because they're looking for it. Repo man. Yeah, uh-huh. Anyway, all right. So those are seasons that you go through through temptations. Some are uh, seasons of prosperity. Galatians chapter 6 and 9 said, and, you, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we will faint not. There's a season of prosperity that you'll go through when you will have your ends to meet. Things going to go right. God's not going to allow you to go through all of life busted, disgusted, and frustrated. There's going to be some time in your life where you're going to be like, man, it's all right. You know, I got it. I can buy me a cheeseburger and some french fries. You know, you, you'll find yourself in a position where you have a little bit extra. He is faithful. He reigns on the just and the unjust. So, no, it's not bad all the time. Amen? And some seasons are spiritual. And this is Ecclesiastes said, to everything there is a season and a time for every matter or purpose under the heavens. Baby, you will go through spiritual seasons in your life. And you need to be ready for it. You need to accept it and be ready for it and allow God to show you what he's doing in your life. Because guess what? He is in control 
of your seasons. David was going through a lot of stuff in his life. He was going through a lot of mess, a lot of turmoil in his life. And he got to a point that his body was sick and wrecked with pain. His friends were still far off from him. They didn't want to see him because something he had done in his life. He had messed up so bad. And he made this statement from Psalms 31, verse 15. My times are in thy hands. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from them that persecute me. My times are in your hands. Your seasons, your times are in the Lord's hands. And he has every legal right to shift your seasons, to change your seasons. He is in control. In the natural, we have four seasons that we're going to look at. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. In the winter, watch this, things begin to stop producing. The cold forces you inside. You have long nights and short days. Now, you have to get the best out of every season. During this winter, you need to dream and plan. You're locked up inside, can't go nowhere. Why not take some time out? Relax. Begin to see what God is saying to you. Take a moment. Take a chill pill. And just see what he's saying to you. You go to sleep at night, you have a dream. Okay, God, can't go nowhere, slick outside, all this is going on. What are you saying to me? This is a time to dream, to plan. What's your next action? The spring. Spring fills us with hope, renewal, full of excitement. It's a time for planting. You all know what to do in the natural when the springtime comes. Some of you already have gardens already. You've planted your tomatoes. You've done the greens. You've done the things that you, that you want to see produced in your garden. That's the springtime. You get pop-up rain showers unexpected, things that help you to grow. This is a time when you have long days and short nights. Call it daylight saving time. But during the spring, you need to be planning. Most of us mess up in our seasons because we don't know what to do. When things are going good, you got a little extra. You need to plant. You need to plant. You need to plant. You need to get some things in the ground. You need to find some good ground so you can plant some things into. That's why God gives you extra because he wants you to do extra. What we do when we start having some extra, we eat our own seed. That was not the intent in the mind of God. And because you didn't understand seasons, you didn't know what to do. God knows and knew what was getting ready to come into your life. So he was faithful to you, sent you seed for you to plant so that when that time came, when that evil day came, you had a harvest. But because you didn't know what to do, you ate your seed. When the harvest came, you was begging and borrowing. It's not God's fault because you didn't understand seasons, because you didn't study to show yourself approved, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. God had it in his word, but you didn't understand it, so it's not God's fault. Mm-hmm. Summer is for relaxing. Everybody knows summertime comes, you relax. You want to just take a load off. God has an opportunity for you to take a load off. There'll come a time in your life when you just feel like everything is going good, great, relaxing, taking vacation, enjoying life. But remember, there's still work to be done. We thought we was off the hook when, when uh, we would get out of school and, you know, no school. Didn't have to get up at 6 o'clock going to school. Well, my mama had some more plans for us. She had what she called spring and summer cleaning. Uh-huh. You had to take the, the <laughs> I won't call it what the country folk call it, but you had to take the mattress out. And you had to beat it, you know, you had to <laughs> let it air out. You had to take the rugs off the floor. You had to beat them and clean them up and everything. It was work. And we would complain, Mama, this is summertime. Good, get up and get outside. Let's get this house cleaned up. There was always work to do. Even in the midst of your enjoyment, there's some work that needs to be done. You cannot get complacent. During the summer, you must work and cultivate. We had to go out there in that garden. And we had to chop that garden. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about, man, you, you hated that garden. You had to go out there and chop it. Get the weeds out. Some of y'all young folks don't know what the heck I'm talking about, but that's all right. We're gonna, we got 25 acres out here. We're going to plant some stuff out here and let you all see what it was like to experience life. Amen? I didn't get too many amens. All right, but that's okay. So the fall comes in, changes in the air, and full of challenges. The nights are cold and the days are warm. I mean, we have the best, you don't need a whole big old coat. You can take a little light sweater, and it's just nice. I mean, it's just nice. 
It's the fall season. You know, you don't complain, but instead you enjoy the season. This is a time to gather. During the fall, you finally get a chance to reap and be a blessing to others. Problem is, sometimes we mix up seasons. Some of you get in your spring season, and the seed that you're supposed to be planting, you know what you're doing? You, you, you operate on the fall principles. You, you're giving it to others when you should have been planting it. It wasn't the time to plant. I mean, a time in, the, in the fall, the fall is time for reaping. You get to bless others because you had a crop. Some of you are trying to have some blessings in the wrong season. You're in your spring, and you got a little overflow. You call your partners up, and y'all get it. You know, y'all just, y'all just go for it. It wasn't the time to call your partners up. You wasn't in the right season. Hmm. Okay. I hope you're catching something out of this. you got to learn to get the most out of each and every season. You have different seasons that, will, that you'll go through. You have times when everything comes together. And you have times when everything will fall apart. Well, why would I go through that season? Because God ordains it. Because, see, you got to recognize who your source is. There's no better way to make you realize your source than to allow everything that you hope for, believe in, falls apart. See, God's going to have his place in your life. You cannot study his scriptures and call him Lord. Oh, yeah, we call him Savior, but you cannot call him Lord without him putting you to that test. He's either Lord of all or Lord not at all. He's the same God in the valley as he is on the hilltop. If he can help you win while you're on top of things, he's definitely going to help you when you're under. I told you last week, God is not the type of God who's going to start a work in you and not complete it. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He's not going to leave you where he found you. Mm-hmm. Yep. He is not going to leave you in the condition that you are even in today. There is no unfinished work with our God. He's still working in you. That's why you're here today. He is still working in you. You're going to look back over this year and you say, you know what? I am living so much better than I was last year this time. And that's the way it's supposed to be, progressive. You go from faith to faith, from glory to glory with God. Amen? You follow me? So, have you noticed that winter and spring both are times of preparation? It's time for you getting together. Winter times come in and, you know, things are dying out. But it killed off a lot of stuff in your life, okay? You kind of, you know, get yourself together. You start thinking about what you're going to do. You're preparing. Spring time, okay, you're going out and you've thought about it. Now you're putting it to work. It's preparation time because you can't reap from it yet but it's time for you to prepare the things that you want out of life. During the winter, it gets extremely cold and freezes. It allows bacteria and germs that can harm the crops to die out. I know you didn't understand why the reasons are. I'm talking about natural reasons right now, natural seasons. And in the wintertime, all of this stuff that's going on out there, all the bacteria and stuff, and it gets so hard and so cold that these things cannot survive. It's intentional. God allows it because he wants those things to be dead when you say, you know, okay, okay. You know, by trade, I'm a landscaper. And I realize that what I don't, if I don't destroy the root of something, it's going to grow back on me. Sometimes winters are so hard because God's trying to kill the root system. Because that that does not die in the winter will reproduce in the spring. It's going to cause you some problems. Some extra work. And we're just talking about the natural now. (laughs) Well, I'm getting ready to change your perspective. But I want you to look at things a little differently. And the way you change your perspective is when you see the seasons 
not only from what you're seeing, but right here. When we see the season only from our perspective and not from God's perspective, we forget what God said. When you start looking at the season about what you're going through, how bad it is, and how tough it is, you forget that God has a plan for it. You forget God has a plan for your life. You forget that you have a a Savior and a Lord. This is what he said. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. You might be going through a winter season. You might say, God, why you punish me? God said, no, no, that's not my plan. I want to prosper you. But some of the seeds that you sow for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. God steps back because you've been doing some bad stuff and you've been sowing some bad seeds. He let them come up so you can reap it and see how it's happening and how it's going in your life. And you can make some quality decisions about how you're living. I knew that was heavy. Some of you right now are just reaping what you have sown. Well, why would God just, I'm going to pray for crop failure. Yeah, you can pray for crop failure. But that scripture still says, whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. You can't do wrong and not expect to reap the wrong that you've done, that you've sown. You're going to learn to respect seasons. If your winners or your, your, your time is so hard on you, it's because you keep sowing those same bad seeds. They have to produce. What Pastor White said, because as long as the earth remains, seed, time, and harvest will continue. You plant, you're going to reap. You keep acting a fool, you're going to be a fool. Some of you, my grandmama used to say, ain't no fool like an old fool. Some of y'all an old fool and you still planting. Now you got some children coming up, just some fools. They didn't get that way overnight. They followed your behavior. You're stuck in a season, and you're still being a fool. Yeah, boy. So what I'm getting ready to do now is change your perspective and get you to start looking at this thing more spiritual, out of your spiritual eye. Everything I just told you about in the natural, I'm going to shift your paradigm, and I want you to look at the winter time. Now, winter can be whatever you make it. It can be a time of excitement, or it can be just miserable. The beauty of winter is simple. I mean, you can look outside in the winter times and you can see you know, ice on the trees. You can see the snow and everything looks beautiful from your perspective. I remember one year uh, it's, uh, the ice hit and my daughter and them, they was out playing, trying to make snowmen. So I went out and I started taking some pictures of the trees and I could hear the trees just cracking because of the weight that's on them. But to me it was beautiful. Those trees were like, please, give me a break. Well, I want you to look at this as we begin to study the winter season. Let's begin with the first season of the calendar, the winter season. Some love this season while others despise it with a passion because of the way they view the season. You can enjoy it, but not everybody's enjoying it. Okay? While others may look at the beauty of the snow, the ice, the sleep, and enjoy the cold, other folks right next to you are complaining about it. It's your perspective. It's how you're looking at things. During the winter, nothing's producing. The cold forces you inside. Things go from bad to worse. Rain turns into sleep. Sleep turns into snow. And if that's not enough, the temperatures drop, and then everything starts freezing. While you're enduring long nights and short days, there are no birds singing in the trees. The trees are cracking because of the weight of the branches. The ice is on the branches. It's like it's miserable. But that's how you're looking at it. That's from your perspective. Not everybody is seeing it that way. If you look at this in the natural, shift your mind now to the spiritual. Watch this. A spiritual winner. Most of us come to God during the winter season of our lives. Think about that. That's when most of us come to God during the winter season. Just as January is the first month of the year, it's also midway point of the winter season. This resembles our own lives because truthfully, 
and truly, most of us come to God in the middle of our season, our winter season. Therein lies the point, the purpose of that season. It's designed and allowed by God because that's the only way God can get your attention. He has allowed things around you to die out. No friendship. People love waxing cold towards you. Nothing is producing in your life. No money. No ends to be met. Everybody talking about coming get your car. Putting you outside in the cold. People don't love you no more. Frustrated on your job. Everything's just going crazy in your life. That's your winter season. And God's allowing it because it's the only way he can get your attention. When everything's going good, you know you don't need God. You know you don't have to have God. Everything's going okay, so why would you need him? So God says, there's a season that's coming when you will need me. There's a season that's been ordained by God where you're going to fall on your knees. During this season, spiritually, nothing's producing. Just as it is in the natural. Everything seems to be dead around us. People's hearts are cold. Know that because you are in your winter season does not mean that everyone is in theirs. They could be experiencing a spring because they've been planning. They understood the season. They've got it together a little bit better than what you are. And here you are going through a winter season in your life. You expect for them to sympathize with you. Guess what? People don't like sympathy no more. People don't want to hear your problems no more. Even in church, folks ain't got time for you be talking about how bad things are. They're trying to enjoy the season that they're in. And you're trying to rain on their parade. And they're going to say, yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I'll pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. Yeah, and getting away from you at the same time. I'm going to pray for you. I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I got you. And they never think about you anymore. Because that's your season. That's your time. And you're going to have to deal with it. And don't get mad at them because they're enjoying themselves. How many of you ever had some things going bad in your life and somebody else just walk up to you and they're just as happy as they can be? You, you know, you want to slap them. You, you ain't got time for that. Look, look, uh-uh, uh-uh. And they come trying to cheer you up. Yeah, yeah, don't be pulling on me. Get your hand off me. Don't touch me. Because you're going through. You, you, you're misery. And they say misery love company, but don't nobody love company like that no more. People, when you're going through it, people are trying to get away from you. And I hate to say it, but that's the truth. Love is just waxing cold. People are trying to enjoy their time when they have it. They think it might rub off on them. So they're getting away from you. So don't get mad when people don't identify with your misery and with your pain and with your hurt. Because you can't pay your light bill. They still have lights on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Amen. They could be enjoying their winter. And have no complaints. Therefore, you cannot expect everyone to understand what you're experiencing. Stop expecting everybody to understand what you're experiencing. Stop expecting everybody to know how hard it is for you. They don't identify with you right now because they're going through that spring. So you want them to come down. They'll hear you, but they will not identify with you. They don't want to. Because they know what it was like when they went through their winter. So you're asking them to revisit a winter with you? No, they're going to get away from you as quickly as they possibly can. That's just people. That's the time that we're living in now. We're trying to stay happy as long as we can. What you're going to have to do is learn to make the best of a bad situation. During the winter, you must learn to deal with both the expected and those things that are unexpected as well, such as power outages, gas bills being higher, bad road conditions, school closing. These are all things that we experience in the natural. Accident on the way, long delays in traffic. When all is going on, how can you focus on the beauty of it all? You're going to have to follow these simple rules. And I've given you some things that you need to follow and you need to act on. First of all, you've got to learn to stay positive. Attitude will determine your aptitude. If the devil can get you down, if he can start keep you believing in that lie he put in your head, he will defeat you. He will stop you from moving out of that season. 
You'd never be able to make it because you're always thinking about how bad it is, and you're throwing that, that pity party with yourself. Nobody else is going to party with you. It's only with yourself. You've got to stay positive. Right now, you're going through something, you've got to tell yourself. The David said this. He said, I encourage myself in the Lord because when nobody else is encouraging him. At some point, you have to tell yourself, get it together. Come on, we're going to be happy. We're going to make the best out of this. Hallelujah. Send up a shout unto God. You go around thinking people are going to feel sorry for you, you're going to be in the hospital before you know it. And they will come to your funeral. They might come to your funeral. Beauty is truly in the eye of the beholder. What you see is not really what you get. And I know they say what you see is what you get. Not true. Not true. Mm-mm. Just because it looks bad, baby, that does not mean it has to be bad. There's a choice you must make. God has equipped you. The greater one lives inside of you, and he said you have the ability to call those things that be not as though they were. You're going to have to step into the spirit. Even in your winter season, you're going to have to come out of this the way God told you to come out of it. Remember, once he sees you doing your part, he's going to run to your rescue. He will pull you out of that winter. I don't care how bad it is. If you will acknowledge him, he will direct your path. In all your ways, if you acknowledge him, he will direct your path. The point is, we're getting so far away from God, we don't want to acknowledge God anymore. We got all his help. This great God living on the inside of us, and we won't turn to him. We drag him through all the muck and the mire. So during that time, you have power outages. Remember, stay positive. Power outages become a time alone with God. Can't go nowhere and do nothing nowhere. Instead of complaining about it, Use it for the best. Remember, God's your source. God, I thank you. You're my source of power. The power might be out, but it reminds me that you st- I'm still alive. I'm still here. The power gone, but I'm still here. There must be a greater power that's keeping me. You have to start reminding yourself. You got to get out of the natural. See, you are a spiritual being. You're not a natural person. You're living in a natural realm. And you're going to have to live in the spirit. You're going to have to learn how to get back in the spirit of God. That's why you keep making so many mistakes. You're walking in the natural. You're walking in the flesh. And he told you, if you walk in the, in the flesh, you're going to fulfill the desires of your flesh. But if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of your flesh. You've got to get back in the spirit. Some of these times when you start going through your winter season, get out of your winter season by getting in the spirit of God. And I guarantee you, he's in control of your spirit, and he'll change things. High gas bill teaches us to conserve energy. How many of you had a high gas bill at some point? You started going to how to turn them lights off, didn't you? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It, it taught you some wisdom, didn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Unplugging stuff. No, that light on too long. Girl, uh-uh. Don't run all that hot water. You can take back some warm water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. No, we ain't cooking no full meal. You better get some hot dogs out of there. We're going to boil the hot dogs. Don't boil them long. Them eggs don't need but three minutes. You start conserving energy because it had taught you something. All right? High gas bill teaches us to conserve energy. Bad road condition gives us a chance to stay at home and take it slow. Take it, you know, take it slow sometimes. You know what? The most accidents that happen because folks don't realize the season has changed. They still driving like there's nothing on the on the roads. Ice, sleet, and snow, and they still doing 90 miles an hour. They had to understand. They had to understood the dangers that they're putting themselves in. Keep on. I'm gonna show you something in a minute. You know I'm setting you up, right? School closing becomes an opportunity to spend time with your children. Say, yeah, like I really need that one. Yeah. School's out. Kids are jumping up. They are so excited. School's out. Yay! Come on, snow. And you're like, ah, dog. Now you got to find something to do with them kids. Go outside and play in the snow. You're still trying to get rid of them. No, go out there and play with them. Spend some time. See that? See that? Y'all, y'all, y'all tripping. <laughs> it's cold out there. It's this. This is. All right. Anyway. Accidents only remind us of the fact that we need assurance along with our insurance. Mm-hmm. Some of us will get insurance, but we won't check on our assurance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't need to be in good hands. You need to be in great hands. <laughs> oh. Not all hands. His hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Long delays in traffic are opportunities to be patient. 
in life and wait on life to move again. Not only should you stay positive, but this is where I'm going to hit you at. You have to let go and let die. Some things y'all just got to let go of. The reason that season is coming in your life and things are so hard because you don't want to let go of some stuff. God allows the one of season to come into our lives for the same reason he does in the natural. There are things in your life, in our life, that need to die. In the natural, we have harsh winters that decrease the insect population. Maybe, just maybe, there are some leeches, some insects that are sucking the blood out of you. And life is in the blood. You got some friends, some folks that's hanging on you that don't need to be hanging on you. And God has to let your resources dry up so that they can dry up. Mm -hmm. You have to let some things go bad for you because you won't let them go. That old relationship that you're in, God's going to allow you to find out that he wasn't no good or she wasn't no good because he needs to let you go free. And you've been trying to hold up, but I love him. Well, he don't love you. And you hurting, you crying. Oh, God. Oh, God. God just said, keep going through. And it gets so hard and so rough. And you get so miserable. You begin to cry out to God. And God said, let him go. He's taking the life out of you. You can't be who I called you to be because he's trying, you're trying to be what he wants you to be. If it's dead, it ought to be buried. Why put yourself through this every season of your life? I'm going to hit you with something. And I ain't saying this is nobody in here, so don't, don't nobody get mad, because I don't know your situation. The reason why you're not married, he won't put a ring on it. Old folks used to say, why buy the cow? I can say it. Yeah, y'all said it. You know it. Yeah. You're getting the milk for free. <laughs> you want me to pay for something I'm getting for free? <laughs> Go figure that one out. But then God blows on that situation, and you start seeing that he playing you for a fool. The bad part, you know what you, you don't want to let go. Why? Because that old song still in your head, everybody plays the fool. Yeah, boy, sometimes. And Pastor, you know there's no exceptions to the rule. I hear you. So everybody is somebody's fool. I got you. I got you. You just enjoy your winter then. You keep on going. God is allowing these things to take place in your life because what you do not kill out on the winter is going to reproduce in the spring. You wouldn't let it die. You wouldn't separate yourself from him or from her. Now the spring coming when things are supposed to start getting ready to plant. Those same old weeds come up. Oh, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad at all. Yes, he was. Springtime, things will start coming back to life again. He starts showing you a little bit more interest now. He starts showing you a little bit more respect now. But because you knew he wasn't no good, when that season come around again, you're going to go right back to it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, buddy. Let go and let God. Now, hold on. I hear some of y'all. Mm -hmm, that's why I'm going to let go of my marriage. Let me put this down. Hold this for me. <laughs> you know, I heard the word yesterday. And pastor said, let you go. You married. 
The word says, seek not a divorce. Seek not another. In other words, straight from the hood, love the one you're with. Mm-hmm. Pastor, but I keep going through this every winter. You chose it. Now find out what you're doing wrong and make the corrections. Stop looking for your way out, married folk. God told you, he said, I hate divorce. Why does God hate it? Because it's so messy. It's messy. I've never, in all the years I've been ministering, seen a clean divorce. Unreconcilable differences? What? You mean you hate him and he hates you? That's it. Because God says, the only reason I'm going to let you divorce is because of the hardness of your heart. Somebody's heart got hard. And because your heart is hard, you can't see the damage that you're doing to everything around you. And God says, I hate it. Why? Because you're blinded by your own wicked heart. If you spend more time trying to make it work than you are trying to get out of it, you can make it better. And I'm going to tell you the truth. Can I go hard with you guys? These are seeds that you're sowing. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. If you sow seeds of discord in a marriage, if you sow seeds of foolishness and, and adultery and fornication, all that stuff going on in your marriage, guess what? Your kids. Let it sink in. It ain't about you. That's why God said, I hate it. Why? Because you don't know what you're doing. You're planting seeds that must come up again. There's a real devil out there, and he don't play games. He gets you to act a fool because he's after your seed. Now, I know it's getting hot in here. You want me to turn the air up a little bit? <laughs> Some people going through their window and they're sweating right now. Because <laughs> you want to get out. You don't want to get in obedience. I love the Lord. Yeah, you do. But he said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. If you really love me like you say you do, then obey my word. And I promise you, if you're willing and obedient, you will eat the good of this land. But if you refuse and rebel against me, you will be devoured by the sword. By the sword of my mouth, I promise that. I know y'all hate y'all come to a church that be teaching you the word. Uh, I'd rather stay out there. Well, you're here today and you heard it. I got one question. What you going to do with it? Because I know what it's going to do with you. It's going to make you have some sleepless nights. It's going to make you try to figure a way around it. But he said, you know what? My word will not return to me void. It's going to accomplish what I said it's going to do. Either you're going to do right and be blessed, or you're going to rebel and be devoured. But I'm not going to make myself a liar because you don't want to do what's right. I made you a promise. As long as this earth remains, seed, time, and harvest will continue. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. He cannot lie. It is impossible for him to lie. If you sow it, baby, you've got to reap it. You take your springtime and you spit it out carousing and doing all this foolishness. You are sowing seeds. And this got to come back at you. I might not see you no more after the day. But I told you today. Didn't I tell him, baby? Give me my Bible. Thank you. So, shall we continue? <laughs> so, the only way God has to help you is to step back and allow the winter, that winter season to blow and take a hard blow on your life. That means 
You have to release some things and allow them to die. Don't give up to the process. Don't quit. Because there's a due season that's coming when you will reap if you faint not. If you don't give up, there's a good day coming. Yeah, the winds are hard. God's trying to kill out some stuff in your life. But there's a time coming where he's going to bring everything back to life again. The things that have supposed to have died out, if you let them die out, God's going to give you a newness of life. He's going to start everything all over again. It's going to be a freshness. You'll enjoy your marriage. There's some times you want to get out, then. You want to leave me, then. Don't I know it's a hard question to ask in front of everybody looking at you. But you didn't get out, right? All right, good. You enjoying it now? Thank you. There you go. That's one. Sit down. Sit down. She's enjoying it now because she didn't give up on me when the winter time was coming. You hear me? Don't quit because of the winter time. Let God have his perfect work in you. There's some friends that you need to let go of. They're not meaning you any good. They're destroying what God is trying to build up. God is building up and you let your friend come in there and destroy it. Sometimes you got to let them go. You got to let them go. This is a time when your faith goes on trial. How many of your faith ever been on trial? <laughs> you felt like, quit. This thing ain't working. God ain't real. They're like, whoa, uh-uh. I can go back to being mean. It's like, this ain't worth it. I'm tired of crying out. I'm tired of crawling on God. I'm tired of paying my tithe. I'm tired of going to church. Being around them church folks, you start getting real crooked in. They ain't no good. They all messed up. Ain't none of them about nothing. They talk, talk about me all the time. They gossip about everything. They always eat. <laughs> you get crooked about everything. Baby, when your faith go on trial, God finds out what you really got in you. <laughs> Woo! If there's a cuss word, you're going to find it. You're going to get it, you're going to put it out, and you're going to use it. Because when faith goes on trial, it ain't nothing nice. It's not pretty. Say, like, God, did you hear that devil? Did you hear what he did? God, come on now. God ain't saying nothing. He's waiting on you. He's watching how you're going to handle yourself. Mm-hmm. So faith goes on trial. I believe the secret to success is doing the right thing at the right time. Timing is everything. Boy, if you can catch your season and know what season you're in and you know what to do, bingo, timing is right there. You know how to handle your winter. You know how to handle your spring. You know what to do in your summer. And when fall come in, you're rejoicing. But you got to know how to catch that season. You got to know how to handle it. You got to know what's going on in each season. You got to be willing to wait on God's timing as well. Seasons are God's clue in timing. Example. And baseball plays during the summertime. But the teams don't wait until the summer to get ready. They, work, they have what they call spring training. You know what some of you all are doing? <laughs> You're trying to wait till the season come on you before you start doing something. Mm-hmm. Because you know that in the fall, it's supposed to be a season of rejoicing. You wait until the fall to rejoice. You hadn't planted. You hadn't sold anything. You haven't killed all the dead stuff in your life, but you want to rejoice because you know your due season is supposed to be here any day now. It don't work like that. It does not work that way. Oh, boy. We must learn that God's getting, ready, getting us ready for the game by giving us seasons. For instance, it's winter and cold outside. It's pretty obvious to you to wear a coat, right? You don't have to pray about that real hard. If it's winter, you need to put on your armor. <coughs> if you're under attack, why pray about what to do? Put on the full armor of God because you're going through winter. You're going through a season of testing and trial where the devil is, God is letting the devil shoot at you. And you need your armor. Most of all, you need that shield of faith because that's going to quench all those dots that the enemy throwing at you. So you got to go back now. You're under attack. Your marriage is under attack. Stop listening to what the devil telling you. Get behind your shield of faith and allow that thing to quench those fiery darts. 
No, I said, I'm not going to leave him. No, there's no way I'm not going. I'm not quitting. I'm not walking out. There's no way I'm going to leave you. There's no way. No, 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 no way. No way. I'm living without you. I'm not living without you. There's no way. All right, let me stop Chip. Let me stop Chip. <laughs> Woo, boy, y'all got me hot in here now. <laughs> God, dog. What I do with my body? <laughs> but you got to fight for something. <laughs> I'm going to say something one day. <laughs> but anyway. You've got to use your faith, baby. You've got to put on your, if you know you're going through the winter in the natural, if you get a coat, if you're going through the winter in a spiritual season, get on your whole armor. Put on the whole armor of God. Because the devil is looking for a kinch, a, 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 a weak spot in your armor. Put on your whole armor. You know you're going through it. You know your marriage on attack. Put on the whole armor. Don't just sit there and say, well, I'm getting out of this. No, fight your way out of this. You understand it? Baby, everybody, every married couple in here will go to a point where I don't love you no more. Matter of fact, I don't even like you. It's not based on your feelings, on your emotion. It's based on your commitment that you made to God. And you promised God for better or for worse, for sickness and in hell, until death do your part, and you can't kill them. <laughs> you made this commitment. You made this promise. And God wants to hold you to it. And the only way he's going to know that you're going to be faithful to it is that he has allowed a winter season to come into your life. And because it's winter, you want to get out. You take off your armor, and you go out in the cold naked and ashamed and think that the devil's not going to make fun of you. Everybody look at you and say, you stupid. I know stupid is a hard word. We don't use that since we're educated, do we? Misinformed. You're illiterate. You're just plain dumb stupid. You're going to trade your gold in for some garbage. But pastor, the grass is so green on the other side. If you water yours, put some triple 13 down, you're going to turn green too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Mm -hmm. I know it's time to go. Come on, let's bow our heads. I got to get y'all out of here. Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to Repairs of the Breach Ministries podcast. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, please visit us at rotbchurch.com. If you would like to be a blessing to us, please visit the website and select the donations link. Again, thank you for listening and have a blessed day.